0: Mary the podcast 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 podcast
1: podcast
2: Welcome to Mary to Who? I don't like the way I said that. <laughs> Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are the couples Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and our producer Terry is here. This week we're here to talk about Survivors of the Flux, written by Chris Chibnall, aired whatever day Sunday was, 29th, 28th, November 28th, 2021. Cody. Mr. Jake. What'd you think of this one?
3: This one was, you know, it was good. It was good. I was less impacted because I have zero memory of who the fuck Tectayune is. The acting was real bad.
2: Sorry, sorry. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Sam,
3: is
4: it me now? Um, (laughs) I rate it below two and four, above one and three. Right in the middle. We in the middle.
2: I think that's pretty close, or pretty consistent with the rest of fandom that I've interacted with this week. Jill.
5: I thought it was just a building story for the final parts of the whole series. So it just, uh, I don't know. There were some, like, you know, nice reveals and nice moments, but mostly it just kind of felt chaotic and like it was, uh, here's the final pieces before we put it all together for you.
0: Alex? I am in the same boat. I. Like, I wouldn't even put it in the middle. I would put it, like, towards the bottom of this season so far. But it makes me excited because I'm hoping that with all this build, the last episode is just going to be balls to the wall amazing.
6: Terry? I liked it. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the idea of them uh, mixing the cast together and pairing up different people with others we haven't seen together yet. And I'm excited for what happens next.
2: Yeah, didn't expect that the last episode would be Vendor and Die, right? <laughs> <Like> leading a <laughs> leading a party of bandits against the Ravagers.
5: Jake.
2: Yeah, kind of the same. Um, I think it was better than three. I didn't really like one, but someone said something on a podcast. Um. Called Jody into Terror that I really like. Where he said you could really tell the the COVID of it all in episodes like this where it's just two people standing three meters apart <laughs> or two meters apart mm. just talking for very long scenes.
5: I thought that too with like the CGI doctor thrown into some scenes. It's like, oh, that's very COVID-y. Right.
2: Yeah, Yeah. And they pointed out um, that scene in episode three where, or maybe it was last week, where the Azure and passenger show up on that planet and, like, transport all those people into passenger. How they're all, like, exactly six feet away from each other. (laughs) And, like, nobody's (laughs) touching. They're all very neatly spread out. That was funny. So. No cold open.
4: I don't even notice that. I never noticed that.
2: (laughs) We get the uh, cliffhanger resolved immediately. It was just a way of transferring the doctor to her mommy. Yeah. uh, On Division. Apparently this place itself is also Division.
3: Oh, I'm glad we cleared that up, because that was confusing for a bit.
0: Oh, so the planet they were on is called Division. It's
2: the it's
3: the split between like transferring oh, universes.
2: Right. Yes, that's correct. Well, not, I mean, it's not literal. It's just that the doctor said, "Where are we?" And she said, "This is Division." Yeah. So you know, you would say that about anything. Like this is the Mets. This is where we work. Yeah. Like <laughs> whatever. Like the
0: organization and physical place where they do work. <laughs> yeah. So
6: when she's talking about transferring stuff from that universe into the next and is she legit taking all of division with her like it's got daleks and cybermen and the angels and stuff on that ship as well you're asking questions that will be
3: answered in a future episode mr cherry oh all right
2: (laughs) or it won't (laughs) that's possible yikes ouch yeah they said like samples from the universe to bring to the next one what kind of samples?
3: like curry samples
6: yep just like those bad, yeah,
3: those bad chinese samples in front of like the mall chinese stores
2: well since we're there let's talk about the doctor's kind of whole story which is basically the scene with tech Taeyun in yet another example of a better ta- tardis console yeah. than the one we ended up hmm. having It has a tree in the middle. Like, wouldn't that be cool? In a doctor's, like, a TARDIS console, just like, oh, hey, there's a fucking tree in here. That'd be great. It
4: looks so cool.
2: The whole scene is a lot of uh, Tech 2 not really giving us answers. I love, um... Hold I wrote this down. Maybe I just thought about writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Um, I do like that right away the doctor's like looking around, seeing what this place is, and was like, oh, this is like a genius of dimensional engineering. So I thought for sure we were going to see some ux. Because why create the ux if you're not going to bring them back at a point when they would actually make sense? But what do I know? They didn't use them in the story they were in. That's a good point, yeah
5: that would have been great. Remember. I was gonna say, what the if Ux. I don't remember <laughs> the UX?
2: That's Jody's first finale, Battle of Raskar off Kolos. Literally where...
5: cannot
4: remember a single thing about that episode. <laughs> I just <laughs> right. listened to neither the time nor the space on that episode. They talked about it, still don't remember any of it.
2: <laughs> Fair. But yeah, it was a, a guy and a girl. They're, like, two religious beings wandering in the desert and they can create anything with, like, their superpowers.
4: Literally and, do uh, not remember. Tooth,
2: toothpaste Boy takes advantage of them, pretends to be their god.
4: Oh, oh, starting to come back. We're getting there.
2: <laughs> so, Tectayun drops some knowledge. We do learn some things. We learn that Division created the Flux... To destroy the universe solely to kill the doctor. <laughs> so that's what she meant by uh it's because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like, oh, you fucked up and created this, but we erased your mind. It was we don't like you, so we decided fuck this universe, we're making a new one. <laughs> <Okay>. Let's go.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's a little extreme.
2: That's a kind of the extreme. vibe I get from her. But then though. she just reeks she a
3: of bitch. To... Excuse me?
6: Sorry. Excuse saying. me. Okay, go on. (laughs) Oh, well, I got that, but wasn't it... Tectayun wanted to bring the Doctor back into the Division? Is that why she brought her back? Otherwise, why bring her to the ship if she just wanted to kill her with the Flux?
2: Because she's fucking with it. She's in process of thwarting their plan. Oh, okay. But it is then revealed, because at the end... The Ravagers show up, and Swarm is just like, You set me free. Now I set you free. Kablam! Kablam. Taktayun, dead.
4: We don't know that they're dead by getting touched.
3: Yeah, we didn't see anybody stand over Greystone. She's sitting inside (laughs) a Traveler right now.
2: There is a shot in the Next Time trailer where it looks like the Doctor gets, uh... Swarmed <laughs> and like her hand starts disappearing. Oh, so yeah, maybe they do go somewhere. The
4: next time, trailer or maybe that was somebody else. Does not show up on Netflix on your phone. I did not see it.
2: Why are you on Netflix? It's not on, not Netflix. on Netflix,
4: Amazon on Prime on your phone. Uh, does not show up.
2: Not specifically my phone, but phones.
4: The phones. <laughs>
2: Good to know. It's like, what's wrong with my phone? <laughs> the royal
0: phones. <laughs>
2: Um, The line I was looking for earlier, where I was just like, I laughed out loud because of like how like shitty the writing is. (laughs) But it's this big info dump, but they can't really tell us what Division is. Maybe they're saving it. Maybe they don't really know. And by they, I mean Chibnall. But the doctor asks, um, like, what is Division? Describe it to me. And she says, Division is simple and indescribable.
4: Yes, so laugh <laughs> yeah. that <loud>. uh, also laughs
2: out loud. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Actually, didn't a lot laugh.
4: The, I rolled my eyes.
2: A
3: lot of the writing for Tecteun was right in that line of ambiguity
2: and bullshit,
4: trash. Trash, and like I'm
2: sure all that like subterfuge makes sense when you have the entire story in your head, but you're also like creating an episode of television. And even when they're standalone, or I mean, even when they're like one big story, you still need to make an hour of television that's enjoyable. And sometimes that gets lost for the the bigger picture, but that's not how you do it.
5: Jake, how did you know Tech Tune? Like, is it someone we should have known? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a doctor's mom. Uh-huh. What? Ha- what? Adopted mom. Well, the, that so, was one, that was in last season. That was in last season. the timeless season. child. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. You mean the the timberman episode?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last season's finale is revealed that Dayun found the doctor at the base of that monument and experimented on her to figure out how she regenerates so that she could give the rest of Gallifreyans the power of regeneration.
4: Mm, okay. It was in the same episode as the that one mini story inside the story that was then actually the story
2: kind of that was the episode before wait
0: was that but it's a two-parter was that the redhead kid was his name Brandon it was that (laughs) holds a whole different holds a whole
2: different light in
0: today's world Brandon
2: Brandon okay that's better (laughs) if you name your kid Brandon you deserve them to be called Brandon for their whole fucking life
1: (laughs) (laughs)
6: I did really like uh, Tae uh outfit of just looking like a gardener. Um oh, she's like a rice paddy hat, yeah. <laughs> and then like just this big poofy <laughs> shirt type. Like she looked old and ancient. Like she'd be out in a field all day, and I don't know. It just made me wonder if that was like symbolic towards something that she was, or if it was just a random shirt they found. It's like let's put her in this.
2: I don't know. that when she was younger, Tek in the finale last year, she was wearing like a bomber hat and like travel gear, like she was um like a Sherpa. And so I'm guessing they're just like looking at the designs they had from the year before. And it was like, oh, she dresses kind of this way, like an someone who lives off the land, but instead <laughs> like not not putting together like it's been thousands or hundreds of thousands of years. She's moved on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she doesn't have to stick to a style. We've all we've all changed our our fit a, here and there. She's on a fucking spaceship. <laughs> she's got a rice paddy hat strapped to her back That's like great. she's a fucking teenage mutant ninja turtle. And she never
0: put the hat on, which is frustrating me.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, there's no sun on her head.
4: <laughs> she got ripped too soon. Yep.
2: I think she got ripped. At the perfect time.
4: <laughs> I don't think she got ripped at all.
2: I I, I bet she did, because Chibnall's going to want to wrap that Tayun story up before he bounces.
4: This was all a dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, I'm becoming more and more convinced that this entire lost memory time for the Doctor is in between the second and third Doctor's. I'm, and we'll talk more about that. when you guys get there in
4: I classic? I like, food. what?
2: I'm I'm more in in
0: the boat of like, all of this whole season has just been in a different universe and is just gonna go back to like the regular universe. I, we're used I don't to. think
2: it is. I mean, Chibnall specifically said last year that that's not the case. And if that was just a straight up lie, then like fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I don't believe that. I would hate it. So, moving on from the Doctor and Division and the Ravagers, let's talk about the rest of the TARDIS team traveling across the globe in 1904. Cody, skip to the end and tell me about the Hermit uh, seer dude. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know what was going through Chibnall's head when he wrote this
3: part of the whole show. It was so out of nowhere that this dude is just he's a seer he gave good who
4: casted him
3: like his three words his casting was great or I the love directing this
4: guy. like maybe he it sh- <laughs> was written in a different way
3: maybe but <laughs> i don't know i maybe they're just poking fun at like omniscient beings put that in quotes or like seers or oracles or something they're like look at all the shit that i say haha ha, it's funny And then told him to find his dog?
6: Fetch his dog. Fetch his dog. Fetch your dog.
3: Yeah, that was it. And then just buried it into a bunch of jokes that I'm all, I'm 100% on board. Laughed at him.
2: Inside my head. I don't have a problem with it at all. (laughs) It's, uh... Overwhelmingly alert, depressing MVP. episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> his acting rivaled Tactayud's. Like it was, he was in it. That was his role. He grabbed that role by the nuts and did his job, which is acting.
4: <laughs> so definitely not MVP because it's just acting.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, he didn't do anything more than what his he was paid to do, and he did it great.
6: Yeah, and then playing off of Eustatius, too, of just him being, are you kidding me? i all the way up here for three <laughs> words. It's just it's
2: so great. Can I ask you guys a serious question? Why is John Bishop in this series? For
1: <laughs> real! <laughs> I
2: don't know. Like, they got Eustatius. like They could have just brought him on board one episode sooner, and everyth- that's all you need.
5: I feel like he's the most underutilized.
2: No, there's a really
3: good Liverpool joke in here with him, and you need him for that.
2: <laughs> yaz was very funny in this one. I, I I do really like the, oh, Dan, are you from Liverpool? You've never, you never mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke we needed in this show. Absolutely needed. This was the Yaz we needed in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more people we keep cramming into the fucking show, the less Yaz we get. Like, I get bringing, like, a a strong, like, able man in so that you can have someone doing shit, like, throwing a body overboard. And I mean that versus the older man who, like, did a lot of physical stuff in this story, but when it came time for, like, the fight and everything, just got knocked to the ground. But Yaz beat the shit out of that dude anyway. So... What do we need Dan for?
5: I'm really disappointed in, like, the Dan development overall. Like, I thought when Dan was introduced, he had such a good story, and, like, we got a good background. And, like, there was was a lot of Dan focus, and now he's just done nothing. And it's it's really disappointing to me, because obviously there's a lot of potential there.
3: Dan is a beautiful butterfly. As soon (laughs) as Diana comes back into the role, Dan will get in trouble, (laughs) Diane will save him. And that will be great. That will be his arc. That will be his whole arc.
5: There was even development like, why have his parents in it? Like, he's had so many developments that have gone <laughs> right. absolutely nowhere. And it's mm-hmm. really disappointing.
2: He doesn't get to be funny. He doesn't do the speeches. He's not Graham. Eustatius is Graham. They just brought in a new, better Graham.
5: Yeah. <laughs> is he just and... Carbonista's pet? <laughs> Is that his purpose? Yeah. And that's okay. They just
2: needed a guy to bring in Carvanista, and then they're like, "Well, I guess he's on the team." <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that's real odd.
2: He's getting uh, put on the back burner pretty hard. There were Carvenista's human could have just been Yaz.
0: Yeah, there there were also a lot of cuts to this season, though. So maybe like the episodes we haven't seen yeah. had more of him and. So he wasn't part of, like, the main story, except
2: right. him so and So when you have but... to cut those down to six episodes into this main story, you say, Oh, sorry, John. we your, your part got cut. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll call you next time we have an opening. <laughs> he's very two-dimensional right now. Well, like, he's good. He's just not doing anything. But... Which is the same you could say for Ryan in the previous yeah. seasons. But if he's What's just his... there
6: for comic effect, the opening in mexico though with dan like just falling straight down flat on his face in this temple was hilarious and then like the teeter-totter between him and eustatius was just great to watch
2: the whole time that was a good chuckle yeah but again they had to cram that in just to pay john bishop for the day like otherwise there would be no reason to have him in that scene they walk into this giant room that has nothing in it except for two bowls. And they're like, well, we're looking for a bowl. And they just look around for like 20 minutes like, hmm, where could it be? Oh, is it on this table that has two bowls on it? I bet it's one of these.
4: <laughs> also, was that like and a that... place that you couldn't get into?
2: <laughs> yeah, they broke the ceiling okay. right in.
4: but there's lit candles it's a in tomb. there? tomb.
2: <laughs> Don't worry about it.
4: Like someone's going in there.
2: Well, I, I saw this point out, or heard this point out in another podcast. Um, the fact that they had to go to Constantinople to find somebody who could translate, like, uh, Central American languages. <laughs> <laughs> no one closer, you had to travel the world. And did anyone else think that it was the Titanic when it cut oh, the ship? Yes. Oh, Are you, you say <laughs> it's not the Titanic? <laughs> No, I laughed out loud because I was like, ha, they're on the Titanic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's decidedly the Titanic. You can't change my mind. (laughs) Like they got stock footage from the BBC records of
2: 1998. (laughs) Did did they ever... uh... Titanic was in 97. (sighs) Are you talking the movie?
6: Yeah. No, stop it. (laughs) um uh moving on with uh 1904 uh then they go to the great wall and write the sign out for um carvenista carvenista
2: i didn't understand it at first i thought carvenista was using some kind of like time satellite to read it but we're meant to believe that that paint stayed there for 120 years yeah, yeah for sure
4: it's yes. a special
2: lead. paint it's so much magic t- lead. <laughs>
4: 1904 yeah. paint it's full of lead it's gonna what, stay is there nature forever
3: gonna reclaim lead paint
2: why'd they go to the great wall of
3: china it's because everybody knows it's the only landmark that you can see from
2: space that's exactly the right answer cody <laughs> like, <laughs> that is why they did it and it makes no fucking sense. no it's it's <laughs> terrible it's
0: really bad but that's why would it take so long for Carvanista to read that message, too, by the way? Like, he was there the whole time.
6: Why is Carbonista <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> looking
0: at the Great Wall? The whole thing just reeks. It's bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Carbonista part, isn't it lucky that there happens to be exactly 7,000,000,000 Lupari ships, so that when <laughs> one of their ships failed and floated off, they could just go get the one that forgot to come. It's just pretty Just in case lucky. a
5: baby was born when they were protecting <laughs> them from the flux.
2: And they can remote that ship from so far away that it has to use light speed, but they can't remote the ship that just floated off. <laughs> and we do think that that um dog that lived in that ship just died. <laughs> like, like his ship went like
0: Yeah, what happened di- in his there? ship crapped That's- out and
2: so his like life or life support died. There you go, Jill.
0: The master took that
2: ship. <gasps>
5: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean speaking of the master, the master's definitely coming back after that little after the TikTon conversation. Anyway. <laughs>
6: And then they up and then t-
3: in the tunnels, they're in the tunnels. Yeah, the fucking tunnels, sir.
6: Yeah, they finally make sense now. And what the oh, hell? How does they he are? say, sir? It's more like
2: sir.
4: <laughs> yeah, sah. you got it. Is
2: is that a ghostly slap, sir? Terry was complaining in a previous episode that we didn't know anything about the tunnels. Like, obviously it was going to come, Terry. Well, It just never
4: goes back to the tunnels.
2: This crazy <laughs> yeah. random old guy keeps running around. If I ever get to run a TV show, I'm just going to throw in things like that that and never come back to them. <laughs> just to drive everybody insane. Oh, so It'll be my there's no ducks in the duck pond thing.
4: <laughs> That'll be for like future writers of the show.
0: I did like how they like showed why that specific guy was just popping in and out of time too though. Like mm-hmm. I thought he was blinking from yeah. like those uh blue mites or whatever. Um but yeah, it's I, I like I like the, the tunnels.
2: And it's a way for our TARDIS team to get to the present day where they need to be. Yeah. One of those doors will go to twenty twenty one. December 5th,
3: 2021.
2: Oh. Speaking of, I love how, like, everything happens, like, in our our TARDIS team's, like, personal timeline. Like, it's always whatever they're from. Um, But I went and saw the new Ghostbusters movie with Terry, and, like, they had to push this movie a year because of COVID. And there are repeated references to the fact that it's taking place in 2020. But then at the very end, there's, like, the date is written down in stone in, like, this temple, and it says 2021, like, they CG'd the zero to be a one, (laughs) but they've already mentioned that it's 2020, like, 14 times. (laughs) And so it's, I just got a little giggle. It's like, you went through all that trouble to fix that one, but you couldn't, like, ADR a bunch of the other ones or just cut the lines out.
4: (laughs) Awkward. The, The year that didn't happen...
2: Yeah. Well, there's only one part of the story left, and that is the Grand Serpent.
4: Ooh.
3: Oh ah, Joe yes. Hated that guy. Did R- hate him. He's he's a conniving dick. He I thought he was awesome. He's oh, so yeah. beautiful he, to watch on screen. I loved hair. every second of him. MVP
5: spoilers. He was so fantastic. He was good. So easily hateable.
0: Mm-hmm. I loved
5: everything about him except that, you know, he's a dick, but he's meant to be.
0: And so, is this our third bad guy that we have to think about and figure out? Yeah, there's a lot going on here. In I one d- more episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. was more baffled that no, one than... of them
3: just died. Okay, now we got Union or Unit. Units Whoa. just chilling now. <laughs>
4: Division <laughs> still exists, but... <laughs> yeah. No, it's the Union. <laughs> <laughs> I like Union. You do.
6: But oh man, the snakes coming out of the bodies—so cool though.
5: Uh-huh. Was just, yeah, Joe was Joe was, so was not a creepy. fan.
3: <laughs> the bubbling face. So that dude legit has some form of immortality or just like extreme
0: longevity. Oh, he's, he's just traveling through time. Like he's doing all oh, of this in like an that's afternoon. Right. Yeah. yeah, I
3: forgot about that. Are you sure? I
4: was gonna no, say no, I, I don't think yeah. so. I, I think didn't he's get living through that. everything.
3: Well, Lethbridge said something about that, like how long did this take you? A week. Okay, a Cody, month?
4: listen. That's not Lethbridge. They That's Katie! Were, they were... Re- okay, I see what you're saying.
2: But her name is Kate Stewart. She doesn't use the Lethbridge. Oh. Right. Okay. It's Kate Stewart then, you know. She was guessing. She said right before that, like, either you're very old or you're traveling through time. Like, she was just listing possibilities.
4: Yeah. I I was confused as to whether it was one day or he's been there forever. I I think he's been there forever. I think he traveled through the whole Same.
6: time. Unless do you think he was able to get into the TARDIS and
2: use it and we just don't know it? He was definitely interested in the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. I have seen or I have heard some people say that that's not Jody's TARDIS, which is bullshit because they're saying like the outside doesn't look like hers. But they got it from Devin, like they got it from the village that they were at when they all got zapped by the angels. It's clearly <laughs> Jody's TARDIS. I
0: I'm on the I'm on the fence. I think he's traveling through time.
2: Is he a time lord? There that thought like the recently master? passed through my head that he was oh. some
3: sort of <laughs> no, not the master. No, when they'd be she real said... sad
4: if he was the master.
3: When you'd started talking about her eyes, I was like, okay, what's the fucking master's eye color? Here we go. Because I forgot who Tectayun was. <laughs> but, please, no. It's not, no.
5: He's... It's, oh, man. That would not be shocking.
3: No, not really. But it'd be weird that he's the commander of Vinter's crew. Like, damn.
5: I mean, he, Vinter just works for him. Like, just a dude working for his... So,
0: dude. all we know about... Th- the, the Great Serpent is that he led... Uh, the
2: Grand Serpent. The Grand Serpent. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> is that
0: he, he uh, ran a population and had a military force. That could totally be the Master. Like, that's his shit all day.
5: And the Master has to be coming back after the Tecte'un thing, and a- especially after Tecte'un died, because the Doctor says, like, oh, is this what the Master was talking about? So the Master has to be involved.
0: And it would make sense that he's trying to infiltrate, um, not S.H.I.E.L.D., unit, to get information to learn about Division. Like, maybe he has some wind on Division is trying to figure it out like the Doctor was. Like, what better organization to get into than that?
4: You mean the Union? Yes. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Question.
2: With uh Sam, on. are we taking to, questions? W- no, we we aren't. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> but Alex, like we're, we're still in a in a conversation. Um, to what end would he want to get to division?
0: The same reason the doctor did, like to destroy it they erased
2: his memory? What?
5: Or the master.
0: No, I think the master wants to destroy division because of
2: No, I'm talking about the Grand Serpent. That's what my no, question I'm is. I'm saying
0: I'm saying the master is the Grand Serpent. Oh no, he's not. Okay, that was my whole line of logic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, I was I was looking up your boy, the Grand Serpent, on IMDb. He has never been in anything you've seen.
0: Really? Hmm. Oh, you know what? I think he he looks like uh, a guy that guests on uh smash videos from time to time. Not think about it.
2: <laughs> Can I now ask my question? No, we're just going to move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go
6: ahead. Um I guess my question is why is the grand serpent is he trying to take over unit? Yeah, unit. I'm trying to think it's union now. Ugh. is he trying to take over unit? unit or stop unit. <laughs> Jesus dude. No, I, I can't talk. Um
2: yeah, so that's that's the that's the question. What is his purpose? What's he doing? Like I get that the universe is smaller, his empire's crumbled, maybe he's just looking for power. It does make sense that he's traveling through time because he keeps disappearing mm-hmm. and like reappearing. So like if he was just around, you would you would think they wouldn't have included that part.
6: Yeah, because that was my thought was maybe with the with Vinder and his choice of passing in the reports, if maybe it did get through and the Grand Serpent
2: oh, uh lost. We, we do know what he's doing. They showed us at the end of the episode. <laughs> the entire reason he infiltrated the unit was so he could orchestrate the Centauran attack. So he was in a position to lower the Earth's defenses. That's right.
6: The potato when people. the
2: Centaurans sh- are were ready. Okay. And so he's made a deal with them for something. We don't know what he's getting out of it. But that's he he needed to be, and he's not even like the head of unit. He's the the head of the United Nations like subcommittee that determines unit's fate. Gotcha. Which was fun because it shows him in 2017 shutting down Unit with Kate Stewart. Then it shows him in 2021 in the same office with Unit still on the TV screen behind him, even though it's been shut down for four years. And the woman that he calls to remove the defenses, she's got Unit on a TV behind her too. (laughs) Jesus.
4: Union.
3: <laughs> Unions. So what's left? Harpetista and Belle <laughs> trying to kill each other and then suddenly besties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta fight the potato people.
2: It was abrupt. It was abrupt. There was a groan in the room I was watching in when we see Vinder arrive and they were so close. Bell just left. It was
0: Yeah, that was me dying inside.
5: That was heartbreaking.
0: (laughs) I don't think they know how big space is. Like, there's no chance they would almost meet that many times.
2: Space is very small right now. Uh, Most of the universe is gone. It's getting smaller. Uh, And there are very few places that have signs of power or life, and they went to this place because it had signs.
6: Also, did Vinder get there by
2: a bracelet? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking Captain Jack. Okay. <laughs> I was like, literally. where did he get that?
4: <laughs> not not literally. The- so
0: he was, so that character was supposed to be Captain Jack? Like, is that confirmed? No, I don't think so.
2: Because it seems very Captain Jacky. I would bet if anybody was supposed to be Captain Jack, is Carvanista.
1: Mm. Oh, really? Someone, because mm.
2: then you could just have Jack basically be in a, one set on a spaceship, just, like, doing his lines. And, you know, hide the fact that he's 20 years older than he is, than he was when <laughs> he did those early seasons.
0: And just being the protector of Earth. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn.
5: Good thing he's not there. Carbonisa's is so good. <laughs> Still the best character of this Man, Story. Jill
2: was so happy when Captain Jack came back last year, and now she is so quickly over him because <laughs> yeah, they yeah. gave us a dog. Yeah, it's easy.
5: <laughs> I know you didn't ask for tweets, but I happened to see a couple of people post their, like, most listened pod, and we were one of them. What? what? Yeah. How cool Our was that?
2: Frank. Who at, the uh, fuck? B <laughs> underscore bird oh, underscore moth. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yay. Nice.
5: That was really cool. Real humbling. Was it, wasn't that the
0: person that won the uh, the the signature?
2: <laughs> no, that would be BT Flibbly it Will in the next few days have a signed picture of Billy Piper sent to them, and they are the listener of ours who lives the closest. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> like, they they live in a town that I was in last weekend. <laughs> Midwest gang, Midwest gang. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's cheating. They live close, so they heard it first. <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's kind of true. I, well, no, I posted it in the morning.
4: It was it was a bad joke. It's fine.
2: No, oh, it was <laughs> it was a good. joke. It was good. Well, enough. I was gonna say you're probably right because usually I post it in the evening, so everyone overseas is asleep. I
3: I set my <laughs> alarm for the release. Of the Married to Who podcast, hmm. which releases at the same time, on the same day every week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is sometime between Saturday and Tuesday.
4: <laughs> you know, time's just a big old ball. Wibbly wobbly. <laughs> I've been
2: pretty good about putting them out on Mondays. And then this week, because I was out of town, like I didn't get back until Sunday, and I hadn't slept at all, so I slept half the day. I edited the whole thing on Monday. Got done at like 12.30, like midnight 30, and was just too tired to post it and just went to bed. Alex, who's your MVP? I'm gonna give it to the
0: Grand Serpent.
5: But who's your MVP? <laughs> it's been uh, a while. Get
0: him. Oh. I mean, I'll stand by my statement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that dude's good looking. Craig Parkinson.
3: Is the Grand Serpent? Yeah. Jill?
5: I'm also giving it to Parkinson Boy.
0: <laughs> That's a whole different thing. You cannot say that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's who I'm giving it to. <laughs> oh, no.
2: I don't get it. Cody? Who plays Eustatius? Hmm. Said it last week. Something McNally.
3: Something McNally. Nasty McNally, my man, just a grace on screen every time you see him pop up, you know you're in for just a the the sundays the the delicious ice cream banana splits
2: of comedy. He made me put into my notes like his character makes me wish that one of the fam had been written as smart,
4: oh no, oh
2: because like he. The way he, like, introduced himself to the the wise man, he's just, like, he's like, oh, okay, you're the smart professorial guy, you step forward and do this part. Yaz is the muscle, and Dan is also there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, uh... it was such a good episode for Yaz, and I'm not gonna pick her as my MVP. Brutal. <laughs> but, like... Everything in this is what I wanted for Yaz, but of course, they have to give her a whole fucking team. Like, we have to keep adding people and adding people. Take people away. Let Yaz be a character. Well, it's it's her
0: becoming the Doctor, just like every other companion becoming the Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And this is what Chimney did in Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, and, like, we we're gonna separate the Doctor and Amy, so Amy needs uh two companions to go. She doesn't. Then Rory goes off, so he needs to bring his dad, because he's got to have a companion. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And that's a good episode, but it was a little overwrought. Uh, Sam? I'm
4: going to say
2: Ooh. Now, she was a big deal. She's a big actor. Barbara Flynn. She did so good with what was written for her.
4: MVP goes to the outfit.
1: Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> <I was saying.
4: laughs>
3: Old grandma <laughs> taking care of her flower bed. Got it.
2: Terry? Uh Mandip Gill. Yay. <laughs> I'm going with Cammy Darwish. Darwish Darwish. One of those. He played Kumar, the wise man hermit guy. <laughs> <laughs> And he was the best. He was very, very good.
4: He was entertaining.
2: Oh, we got an Ood in this episode. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their mouths got bigger. Wasn't no Sigma, but...
3: No, no, no. The there Ood. can be no Sigma.
2: We didn't really bring up that the the Ravagers were able to get to Division through their connection with the Doctor. Like, they made a psychic link with her. Was that through the people that uh, they absorbed? The people were the power that they needed.
6: Oh, okay. I understood that Fight as, the power. Like, some of the people that they had done that as well was, like, with their connections with the doctor, but not his connection. with That makes more sense. Thank you.
2: Uh, there's something else I'm going to say. Oh, next time, trailer... We got Daleks, we got Cybermen, someone's hand gets fluxed, it looks like the Doctor's. The watch gets opened.
4: That's fine, the Doctor can regenerate a hand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was fully expecting... It's my fighting hand. I was fully expecting this to end with the Doctor not getting those memories and not learning what happened. And kind of like making a choice between saving the universe and getting her memories back. But oh, yeah. the watch does get opened by somebody.
1: The ood.
0: <laughs>
5: the master. Alright. <laughs> well,
0: and... and the way that she was brought to the fog watch was Fob Watch? However you say that. <laughs> Frog. Uh, Frog was
5: watch. Was that was
0: that crazy floating house again, which is creepy looking. Like what's that's yeah. about? That's weird.
4: Yeah, what is that house?
0: Maybe that's where, like, she's from.
4: Yes. Multiple times.
2: Anyway. Anyway. Should we give something away again? Sure, we got got more that. Stuff. that worked out. Yeah, we definitely got one person, so they're not going to need this, because it's the same we'll thing. More drinking I have Jake. another... We'll <laughs>
1: drinking Jake! <laughs> I
2: have another signed photo of Billy Piper as Rose not only do I have another one, they're all the same picture. Like, you get to pick between like ten. I got three of exactly the same one. What the fuck, dude? You must have
5: really liked it. I
6: just <laughs> like how it was Billy Piper as Rose. I'm like, what else does she play? She plays lots Billy of things. Billy
5: Piper as Billy She's Piper. She's
6: a accomplished actor.
4: <laughs> Jake, this is my favorite fun fact of you. You buy the same thing while drinking over and over again.
5: <laughs>
2: the more I get, the less likely I'll be to remember what I have.
5: Do you have any identical Funko Pops?
0: And that's
2: savings yes. to our listeners. <laughs> yes, I do have identical. I tried giving away a ninth Dr. Funko Pop on this podcast before, and nobody gave a shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I have one signed. I have uh, Alex Kingston signed by her. That one I got signed in person, not on the internet like a chump.
4: (laughs)
5: What a chump. There's only medium drinking for that one. (laughs) I
2: have a signed photo of Billy Piper as Rose. This one was $5 more expensive because I had it personalized, so it does say Jake on it. (laughs) But if that's something you're cool with, send me a direct... or. Yeah, send me a message on Twitter. I will post on Twitter when somebody has sent me a message so you can look to see if someone has yet. And uh if somehow I you beat me to it, I'll find something else to give you. Uh so yeah. All you need to do to win this signed photo of Billy Piper is have listened to the end of this bullshit and then send me a tweet at Married to Who Pod. It
4: it gets real long here, so
2: Alex, give me the song. This is only going to be 25 minutes long. (laughs) We're editing all this out. No! And this has been Married to Who, our episode on Survivors of the Flux. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and our producer, Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for... I have no idea what the episode's called. <laughs> Ravagers. I not not that.
0: My blue me
1: The Vanquishers is what it's called. (laughs)